I'm hitting record right now. Oh, there you go. Okay, uh, if I remember correctly from the last time that we recorded, I am Seagar? Yes. All right, and I am Sergeant Bacon. <laughs> now that we got all that squared away, I guess we could probably just go ahead and begin. You're listening to Eyes Forward March, a podcast geared towards building the core of the non-commissioned officers. Heat up your MRE. Crack open a cold rippet and join your platoon daddies, Sergeant Bacon and Sergeant Seagar, as they continue to build networking skills, have some laughs, uplift morale, and talk about daily issues soldiers face. Let's begin. I don't know if I'm ready to uplift morale, but I will definitely talk issues, I guess. (laughs) Issues you face? <laughs> Can you see my face? My face, like it's my lighting sucks yeah. here, dude. What has it been like? Two months? It has been. Yeah, I think two months because we were trying to get everything like uh, ready to roll, and you know, like this oh. has been an autonomous machine for two months uh, because of AT, the PCA trade show with Simply Stogies, and you would think that we prepared to cover all of that right like we don't have to worry about it we could step away we can we can move back and then we can come into it because everything will be done everything will be nice and slow but it hasn't been slow it has continued (laughs) it's just that roller coaster has not dropped yet so (laughs) i think i did summer uh camp with the scouts and i think i put 60 miles on hiking just that week. Wow. And then I didn't do AT because I did a bunch of other stuff earlier in the year. And then uh, I was up in Wisconsin and up in the UP uh, of Michigan. Yeah. And so we did whitewater kayaking. So I went over uh, class three rapids. What's a class three rapid? I don't know. I've never, uh, never. It's- I mean, I've, uh, I've blown up an inner tube and floated down a river uh, and drink beer, but I don't know what a class three rapid is. So class three is moderately aggressive, I guess. I don't know. So we go Sounds through like my ex-wife. Yeah. Moder- <laughs> probably more <laughs> passive aggressive. Yeah. 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 So we go through this and I don't swim and I don't <laughs> kayak. And I don't spend a lot of time in the water. Right. And the first class three rapid that we hit, it's called first drop. And I pin. So when you pin, you're you're basically you're fucked, right? So I'm <laughs> I'm angled on this rock facing the wrong well the right direction, and I, I'm like trying to scoot and get off this rock. I'm trying to put my paddle down and get off this rock. Nothing. Well, here comes this little dude. He's probably like twelve, <laughs> right? Younger. Little dude. Anyways, little dude, and he's coming right at me. So I reach out and I push him with my arm to send him where he needs to be when the process I like felt like something shake loose and I looked down and I'm going over this class three rapid backwards. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't sound fun. Right. Uh, so then the guide, she's like, did you pin and then go over backwards and not swim? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, nobody does that. That's <laughs> never happened before. <laughs> I have a special set of skills. So then, yeah. The next day, we go up to uh, North Wisconsin, right on the Monomony River, 
which is the dividing river between uh, Upper Peninsula, Michigan, and Wisconsin, we go over Class 4 rapids, which is pretty aggressive. Yeah, I mean, okay, how many classes are there? Uh, there's six. Okay, so yeah. Uh, you, five so you, Five you, is like... You're at like 65% now at, at Class 4? Yeah, basically. Six is uh, certain death. Six is certain death. <laughs> yep. That, like, six would be like, if you're going to try and take a raft over Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah, Yogi Bear did it. <laughs> in a barrel. <laughs> yeah, why can't you? In a raft? <laughs> I mean, anyway. Shit'll buff, so man. Anything, what's that? Shit'll buff. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then we came back, got right back into baseball. We played in the championship. We lost. So here we are. Oh, yeah. No, uh, what we were supposed to record, what? Was it Tuesday? Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, yeah. We we were supposed to record on a Tuesday, but then uh, baseball went a little bit longer. No worries. Uh, and then we were supposed to record, I think, last night. But I think we were both just like, <laughs> I'm going to wait and see if the other person says anything. <laughs> so so you, you sent me a text. It was like 9 o'clock. You're recording tomorrow. As I look at my, uh, I'm at Boston's Pizza. And I look at my beer, and it's only half full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I yep. guess. <laughs> so at Boston's Pizza, if you've got one, their tall is like a 32-ounce beer. This thing oh, is freaking nice. ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, that's where I was. I wasn't at Boston's Pizza, but uh, I was like, I got home from work. Because, I mean, you know, you do more with less. You do more with less. That's the current uh, up-tempo, right? That's what your wife says. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's never said that. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I got home from work uh, because this just this has been hell week uh, for whatever reason. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have myself a nice warm bourbon. And I had a one or two. And then I'm like, mm, I'm kind of tired of the warm bourbon, so I'll have a beer or two. And uh, when I text you, I'm like, I guess we're not recording tonight. And what I was trying to say is, I am in no capacity to record. I don't know about you. <laughs> it sounds like you're probably, you were probably in the same boat. Yeah, similar boat. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you have any uh, military history? Oh boy, do I ever. Oh, good, because I've been waiting for a long time. That was. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we that haven't gotten there yet. yet. It's time for military history. Uh, all right. Oh, that was good. That was crisp. Did you just print like that it. this morning? Yeah, well, <laughs> yesterday, but I printed it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you right. got? All right. So for the week of July 31st through August 6, 2022. All right. Starting on July 31st of 1790. The U.S. Patent Office first opened its doors. The U.S. Patent was issued to Samuel Hopkins of Vermont for a new method of making pearlash and potash. The, hell the patent was signed by George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. What What the hell? I don't even want to try to repronounce what you said. Pearlash? Pearlash and potash. What is that? Uh, <laughs> research on the fly? I, I, I mean, I guess... Um... All right, There's a go. patent for it, so it's got to be pretty damn important. All right, perlash. Do you have the correct spelling? Perlash, potassium carbonate, sense 
a especially an impure product obtained by partial purification of potash from wood ashes. What the fuck is what put potash? <laughs> Freaking Google on the fly is making more Google on the fly. All right. The important thing right, is that apparently. Oh, you got it. Potash, alkaline potassium compound, especially potassium carbonate or hydroxide. Basically, I think somebody burned some shit and they took the ash and they figured out something to do with it. Well, you said alkaline, so that made me instantly think of batteries. 1790. There's no batteries. There's no batteries in 1790? The only battery that that they had back then was the artillery battery. (laughs) Oh, well played, (laughs) sir. Well played. Okay. All right. I I forgot the 1790. All right. Whatever. Well, here, this one's a little more current for you. All right. We moved into August. Okay. 1944. August 1st. August 1st. Okay. Okay, close your eyes and imagine. Okay. The Warsaw Uprising began as the Polish Home Army, numbering about 40,000 Polish patriots, began shooting at German troops in the streets. The Nazis then sent eight divisions to battle the Polish, who had hoped for but did not receive assistance from the Allies. Two months later, the rebellion was quashed. That is fucking overkill on another level. Well, I mean leave it to the Germans to send in a large number of people to battle a small... I mean, it almost sounds like history might be repeating itself, but we don't want to get into that. Right. All right. Moving on. Okay. We have a birthday. Oh. A young fellow by the name of Francis Scott Key. He was born August 1st of 1779. He was born in Frederick County, Maryland. After witnessing... The British bombardment of Fort McHenry on the night of September 13th into the 14th of 1814, he was enthralled to see the American flag still flying over the fort at daybreak. He then wrote a poem originally entitled Defense of Fort McHenry, which became the national anthem in 1931. No shit. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And now I feel dumb. No, don't feel dumb. That's why we do this. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm glad we do. I, I did not realize that that is what became the national anthem. Yeah. We have oh. another birthday. Oh, good. October 1st. No, August 1st. <laughs> yeah, wrong episode. August. August. August 1st of 1819. A guy by the name of Herman Melville was born in New York. He was the author of the of uh, Moby Dick. Ah, Moby mm. Dick. Yep. Classic. Right. Never. Did, have you ever read it? I've never. Read I have it. not. Yeah, neither have I. I don't know that I have the patience to read about a whale. Uh is it about a whale specifically, or is it a more in depth? I don't know. I, How many pages is this. that book? It's a lot. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, research on the fly, of course. Uh, wow, it's only 427 pages. No, oh, that's like a before you go to bed read. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, that, well, that's what the Google's telling me anyway. Perfect. All right, moving along to August 2nd of 1776. Oh, good year. In a little town called Philadelphia, most of the 55 Every members. Every time you mention Philadelphia in my head, <laughs> like in West Philadelphia, born and raised. I don't know. Yeah. So most of the 55 members of the Continental Congress signed the parchment copy of the Declaration of Independence. Okay. All right. Here we go. This one's going to so, rock your rock your world too. All right. <laughs> well, wait, that's it? Just most? Yeah. 
of the most of them who didn't. I don't know which ones didn't. Oh, you don't know? No, I didn't say. Yeah. All right. What? What if August? What if you? uh, What if you had uh, ownership? You know how like uh, musical rights are passed down from uh, you know through the family and record labels and so on and so forth. What if that parchment was in the same? situation where it got passed down from family to family and let's just say some 26 year old kid today now has possession of the parchment copy of the declaration of independence Hmm. i would hope that doesn't happen well it 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 won't it hasn't i just i don't know for whatever reason i I can't fathom that like ooh, fathom yeah Hmm. anyway yeah all right so moving along second 19 23, President Warren G. Harding died suddenly in a hotel in San Francisco on a Western-speaking tour. His administration had been trained by the Teapot Dome political scandal. No, his administration had been tainted. Tainted. Tainted by the Teapot Dome scandal. Worst place to be. his sudden death prompted many unfounded rumors. He was succeeded the next day by Kelvin Coolidge. That name sounds familiar for some reason. We talked about... See, this is where you were, like, getting the, the Warren G and the Coolio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So this is how Kelvin Coolidge became president. Oh, interesting. I knew I knew that we have... I've heard the name. I've Something yeah. was... Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Now, also, August 2nd, 1939, a guy was a crazy haircut... Named Albert Einstein. Oh, yeah. Wrote a letter to President Franklin D. Roosevelt concerning the possibility of atomic weapons. Mm-hmm. He was quoted as saying, A single bomb of this type carried by a boat and exploded in a port might very well destroy the whole port together with some of the surrounding territory. <laughs> yep. Six years later, on August 6, 1945, the first atomic bomb developed by the U.S was dropped on the Japanese port of Hiroshima. Damn. Yeah. It was a wee little atom bomb. They figured they by doing that, they saved 250,000 Allied forces' lives. Because to attack that island, the island of Japan, would have been certain death for a quarter of a million people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, I mean, I guess you have to accept some casualty for the good of the cause. Right. Yeah, but I'm sure the letter that got sent home didn't reflect that. No. Hmm. But. <laughs> now, this one, you'll probably remember this one. Okay. August 2nd, 1990. Ooh. There was a dude from Iraq. He okay. invaded a little country called Kuwait. Oh, yeah. Amid claims of Kuwait threatening Iraq's economic existence by overproducing oil and driving prices down on the world market. Mm-hmm. An Iraqi military government was then installed in Kuwait, which was annexed by Iraq on the claim that Kuwait was historically part of Iraq. This resulted in Operation Desert Shield, the massive Allied military buildup, and later the 100-hour war <laughs> against Iraq in Desert Storm. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, and I think that guy also got a cameo in the Big Lebowski as the guy who uh, cleans the um, shoes at the bowling alley. He might have been. Might have been. I mean, uncanny resemblance. Okay, you're a little young for this one. Oh. But. All right. August 3rd. Appreciate that. 1492. Oh, yeah. Christopher Columbus 
set sail from Palos, Spain, Palios, with three ships: the Nina, the Pinta, and the, the Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. Yep. And he was seeking a westerly route to the far east. He instead landed on October twelfth in the Bahamas, thinking it was an outlying Japanese island. I just so, picture Columbus being this bumbling idiot. <laughs> right. Like the Homer Simpson of sailors. Right. Uh, so here's, here's the weird thing is that you, you started that with, uh, I'm too young to remember that. But um, I remember the tale, um, I believe, and it's quite uncanny. Uh, it was by the Lonely Island. I think they titled it Boats and Hose. No, oh, yes. no, no, it wasn't the Lonely Island. It was... Uh, Step Brothers. The Step Brothers, yes. The Nina. Prestige the Worldwide. Yep, yeah, Prestige Worldwide. That's exactly yep. what I was exactly. thinking. Exactly. The Nina. The Pina. <laughs> the Santa Maria. <laughs> Boats and hose. Boats and hose. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Oh, Lord. John C. Riley was amazing in that movie. <laughs> that was, I mean, too many, too many, too many funny moments in that movie. We have so much room for activities. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving along to August 4th, we have a birthday. Another one? Yeah. Uh, 1901, a jazz trumpet player by the name of Louis Armstrong was born in New Orleans. Louis. He was known as Satchmo. And he appeared in many films and is best known for his renditions of It's a Wonderful World and Hello, Dolly. Uh, two movies I don't think I've ever seen. No, no, not movies. Well, Hello, Dolly was probably a movie. But Wonderful World, right? He's the guy. Like, when you think of that song, I think to myself, it's a wonderful world. That's him. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Okay. Little, right. little slow today. We know. It's okay. <laughs> Everybody knows. Cigar All right. slow. We have another birthday. <coughs> um, this guy, you, you probably have heard of him. All right. He was born August 4th of 1961. He runs by the name of Barack Obama, he's the 44th U.S. president, and he was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. His father was from Kenya, and his mother was originally from Kansas. Upon completing his college education, young Obama moved to Chicago, becoming an active in community affairs. He then attended Harvard Law School, becoming the first African-American president of the Harvard Law Review in 1990. He returned to Chicago and worked in a law firm, law firm and he then entered politics. He was elected to the Illinois State Senate in 1996, and he went on to become a U.S. Senator in 2004. Four years later, he successfully challenged former First Lady Hillary Rodham Clinton for the Democratic presidential nomination and went on to defeat Republican John McCain in the general election. On November 4, 2008, becoming the first president of African American origin. We're not a political podcast. Nope. <laughs> okay. Now, getting back on track, August 5th of 1861, President Abraham Lincoln signed into law the first federal income tax, a 3% tax on incomes over $800. This was an emergency wartime measure during the Civil War. However, hmm. the tax was never, really, never actually put into effect. I mean... But maybe it has. Like, I don't think it was. It, 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 okay. It, it probably wasn't put into effect at that time. It wasn't. It, it was put into effect. Oop, that was bad. It was put into effect. At some point. But it wasn't being enforced. Right. Hmm. Okay. August 5th, 1962. Film star Marilyn Monroe died at age 36 from an overdose of sleeping pills. 
She made 29 films during her career and came to symbolize Hollywood glamour. I didn't realize she died so young. I didn't. I thought she was at least 40, but. Yeah, I thought she was even like, I, I guess I thought she lived uh, to be 80. I thought she was the original Betty White until now. No, no. I knew she died young, hmm. but. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of cool. All right. Okay. On August 6th through August 10th of 1787, the Great Debate occurred during the Constitutional Convention. Outcomes included the establishment of a four-year term of office for the president, granting Congress the right to regulate foreign trade and interstate commerce, and the appointment of a committee to prepare a final draft of the Constitution. Mm. Yeah. And then that was... The final draft was actually signed in, like, September of 1787. Right. So we'll probably get that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? August 6th of 1945. We talked about this a little earlier. The atomic bomb was dropped over the center of Hiroshima at 8.15 a.m. by an American B-29 bomber called the Enola Gay. The bomb detonated about 1,800 feet above ground killing over 105,000 people and destroying the city. Another estimated 100,000 people died later as a result of radiation effects. Yeah, don't screw so around they intentionally, with the bomb. They intentionally did an aerial burst on that because yep. they knew the dispersion was going to be bigger Yep. than if they did a uh, a ground detonation. Yep. Which, I mean, it we makes would sense. Not have the, huh? It makes sense. It makes sense yeah. that if, if you detonate in the air, you're... you're not containing the underburst. Right. Yeah. So they, they intentionally figured that out. They said when they dropped that ball, that uh, the Enola Gay was basically stripped down to nothing when they when they took off because they knew they had one chance with this thing. Right. And they freaking dropped that and they took off. I think they went back to Midway with this. That's how far they had to get. Oh, shit. They had a, they had a fucking trip. Yeah. That, I mean, and I don't think back then you had in-air fueling. Nope. No, so, no, no. yeah, you, you had to plan accordingly. They, like I said, they stripped everything down off of that plane so it was lighter so they could get every freaking inch, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, gosh, what? I'm trying to think of the movie um, that they, they – they, it's a war movie. Um, ah, I can't think of it. It was the one uh, with the, the Olympic uh, athlete that got um, uh, drafted – uh, Four minute mile. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. It could be, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, Memphis Bell. No. Uh, do, do, uh, here, I'll I'll look. Hmm. I gotta find my uh, damn app. I got so many apps. Nope, there it is. Yep, don't care. Cool. Thank you. Library movies. Unbroken is the movie Unbroken. I'm thinking of. Okay. And, and I, I don't know if I'm if I'm accurate or not, but um, I feel like uh, this was a it's a World War II uh, time error movie, and I feel like they cut a lot of weight. But now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I don't know. There's so many great movies out there. Anyway, mm-hmm. which you know what I do miss. We need to do another. Uh, we need to do another military movie review. We should. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. <clears throat> what else you got? All right. I got three more things. Okay. All right. August 6, 1965. 
the Voting Rights Act of 1965, of course, was signed into law by President Lyndon B. Johnson. The act suspended literacy, knowledge, and character tests designed to keep African Americans from voting in the South. It also authorized the appointment of federal voting examiners and barred discriminatory poll taxes. The act, the act was renewed by Congress in 1975, 1984, and in 1991. Huh. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We got <laughs> two more. We got two more birthdays. Okay. One of them being on uh, August 6th of 1809, a guy by the name of Alfred Lord Tennyson was born in Summersby, Lincolnshire, England. He was appointed as the Poet Laureate in succession of William Wordsworth, and memorable poems by Tennyson were Ode on the Death of the Duke of Wellington and the Charge of the Light Brigade. Okay. Okay. I thought maybe you'd heard of the Charge of the Light Brigade before, but maybe not. No, I don't yeah. think I have. Okay. Well, the Poet Laureate basically is a, uh, like the President's Poet, basically. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. the, the, are you talking about the person who's uh, responsible for documenting uh, the presidency or no no like how do I describe this <sighs> all right <laughs> okay. the poet laureate is the eminent poet traditionally appointed for life as a member of the British royal household oh so, so Doctor Fauci no that he's not British. Well, I mean, but in, in the, in the, okay, right. got it. All right. An honorary representation of the representative position in particular country or region. Right. So he was the poet for the crown. All right. At that point. Interesting. Whoever that was. Yeah. All right. And finally, August 6, 1881, penicillin discoverer Alexander Fleming was born in Lockfield, Scotland. By accident, he found that mold from soil killed deadly bacteria without injuring human tissue. He received the Nobel Prize in 1954. Mm. Black mold is good mold. Could be. <laughs> well, that's what I was told in, I think, 2008 overseas in Kuwait. But then in 2020, they were worried about black mold in the barracks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't sometime know. later, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that was... That was military history! <laughs> I, when you go through and you research or look up things for military history, you definitely go all out. That is for sure. Well, here's the thing, right? Like, I wanted to have something that was mine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to be able to, I don't know, make it mine and make it fun and kind of like, you know how many people have told me, they about pissed their pants when I read the riot act. <laughs> I imagine a lot because, uh, uh, yeah, I've gotten a lot of feedback on that one too. And that, and that yeah. was good. We wouldn't have that. Right. You know, but what I like about what we do is that pretty much any podcast listening platform out there, mm -hmm. you can find us. Uh, the major know. ones. I mean, there's some that we're not on. Right. Right. I don't think we're on Amazon. No, no. I, I didn't but, even realize that Amazon had podcasting. Yeah. Um, I used to listen to a podcast uh, called um, Disgraceland. And all of a sudden, one day, they're, they're, not, they're not on my, the app I listen. And I go back a few episodes, and all of a sudden, all the episodes are gone except for like two. Right. And it's the host, and he's saying, you know, are you missing Disgraceland? We're only on Amazon now. Well, 
shit, I've list, missed like seven seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll never get caught up. But Disgraceland, you know, is a, is a uh, podcast about like musicians that are into like, or not into, but that did like deviant things and murder right. and stuff like that. Yeah. I, well, but this is a thing now, right? And uh, yeah. it, we've talked for a long time now. And, and uh, you know, I'm not a fan of terrestrial radio. I hate the, 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 I hate all of the commercials. It's more commercials than it is content. And that is why I went to Sirius XM for my everyday listening. And now I'm slowly starting to migrate uh, towards podcasts. And now I'm starting to notice that a lot of podcasts, especially those who uh, gain popularity, are starting to go to a specific platform like Spotify or, like you said, Amazon or or uh, there's uh, Stitcher slash SiriusXM because the uh, Sirius owns Yeah, Stitcher. they merged or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so you're starting to see that, uh, that I, I don't know what the correct word is, but uh, like, for instance, with TV, if, if you want to watch this specific series, you have to be uh, a subscriber of Paramount or HBO or, or Apple right. TV or whatever. You're starting to see that come into podcasting and take over that you sent me a podcast a few days ago about um something about dealing with uh burnout or something like that yep um it was it's actually called uh call her daddy and it's uh she is spotify exclusive and i didn't realize that was even a thing like you were saying and so here i'm like hey you know check this out yeah you sent me find it yeah you sent me um uh, the the cover image or screenshot or whatever. So I, I I'm an Apple uh, podcast listener. That's where I primarily listen to podcasts. And I went on there and I'm like, I can't find her. Like I can't find this. What is it? And then uh, you you said, Oh shit. Okay, she's Spotify only. And now I have to download Spotify, and I did, and I logged into my account that I have. Worst five minutes of your life. Yeah. Well, it's not the worst five minutes, but still, you know. And that's a different subject, and that being that some people have great content, but that doesn't mean that people can stand to listen to you provide that content, right? <clears throat> Which is another episode. We're fo- we're we're talking about we're talking about podcasts starting to migrate to specific platforms. Which I guess that means they've monetized. They're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that. They work out a deal with that particular platform and they're like, hey, if you do this and you meet this, these are contract requirements, research shows that you will generate this much revenue plus all the advertising you're going to do and the revenue you're going to get off of that, which is going to draw people to your merch store, right? And we're going to get money from that. And so you see these people coming along almost like a back way of going to do what Stern did. You know, yeah. back in the day mm-hmm. where Howard started off well, he, on terrestrial radio, right. essentially. And he was just basically he's too hot to handle. So he created his own platform. Well, I mean, yeah, th- you're you're right. It's he wanted to be like the people want to hear something The the people like oh, he's a shock jock. Right. So that's what he wanted to do was shock. And he's an expert at it. But. When you are on terrestrial radio or, 
I mean, when you're on terrestrial radio, you, you just can't shock. I mean, you can shock to a point, but then you get to that point where, oh, the, this, this violates our guidelines. So yeah, yeah. that's when he, when Sirius XM said, Hey, nobody can listen to us unless they pay for it. So you can say and do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You have to like, by subscribing to Sirius, you are saying I am committed I'm paying money. I want to be here. Yep. Versus if you're just thumbing through the radio, hitting seek as you're driving through Nevada, yeah. and the first thing that drive that you catch is Howard Stern, and he's going doing his thing, and that's all you can listen to in that particular part of Nevada. Let's mm-hmm. say, yeah, because I've been there. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> all have. You hit scan on that radio, and that thing runs through like a like a. The racetrack, that thing just goes. Yeah, you, well, you, you get, get down, nothing but static. Yeah, you get down to Oklahoma, and there is like two radio stations, and they're both gospel. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, so I, I mean, can imagine you're getting K Love ninety seven point seven, and right. I mean, I'm that. I, that's the reason why I went to satellite radio is because I I drive truck in the guard. So AT comes along, and you're driving through seven freaking states. I don't want to like scan channels i just want to be able to be like i want to listen to 80s rock and not touch the radio for a thousand miles and that's 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 what drove me to satellite and then i discovered howard stern after the fact because i don't know howard stern when he was uh terrestrial radio and i don't i don't even care right um but yeah i i think that you're seeing companies do to podcasting today what they've done to every media up to this point yep. and it's it's frustrating because i mean it, it, is there going to become a, a a time where there is no free way to listen to podcasts um possibly but i think at some point to the content on a free right so mm-hmm. let's let's go let's let's back up the truck just a second here all right when you listen to, I don't know, let's say your local channel, right? You're getting freaking, you know, Chris, Dave, and Morgan on the mornings, right? No, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about terrestrial okay. radio, your morning talk show. Terrestrial. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Now, that's Chris, Dave, and Morgan that live in, you know, B-Town, USA. Okay. And they drive to the B-Town radio station every morning. You see them at the grocery store, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. They're not awesome. Okay. They're okay. But then you go and you, uh, let's say you have a, uh, like Lex and Terry, they're syndicated or Bob and Tom, people like that okay. that people know about. They're a little better, got a little more national reach, you know. And then you get what? John Boy and Billy and Hot Wings and Cold Beer in the morning. Like, I shit you not, I heard the Hot Wings and Cold Beer morning radio show one time. And what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is in order to make, Make it, I guess, make it big. You need to monetize. You need to syndicate, which is what it was back in the day. And sure. now, or otherwise, you're, you're cigar but, and bacon on the mornings. Yeah. On the, well, I mean, we're some never shitty gonna, we're, we're never gonna rock be. station. Yeah, right. We're never going to be that, right? Because we are um, you will. very specifically driven uh, to our topic and, and our listeners, right? And, and maybe uh, at some point in time, we'll go way off the railroad tracks. But I mean, here's my thing. If you are uh, on the terrestrial radio 
your voice is only getting as far as the radio waves will allow you. Now there's a way to link them up and get out a little bit farther and a little bit farther. But I think what's happening is that podcasting is going to replace terrestrial radio. Yeah. Uh, You know, I mean, but that's like, that's where syndication was. Right. Uh, My problem is it's all talk shows. Of course. Because I'm trying to figure this out, right? Because you can't, we can't just like, I can't uh, just pull up some Stevie Ray Vaughan and play it in the background or be like, oh, hey, check out this new song by Chris Stapleton and play it. I can't do that because I can't afford the rights to play that. And I know that uh, companies like Anchor, which is connected to Spotify, they will allow you as long as you're... um, you're a premium member. It's weird, but they, they'll allow you to play music, but it's very limited and you can't put your podcast anywhere else. So I can't host on anchor and publish it to Google podcasts. I'm stuck within that contract. So here's okay. Okay. But like anchor, let's say, right. They, you upload to anchor and per whatever agreement you sign, mm-hmm. it sends it out to, whatever platforms recognize anchor right well yeah you yeah you can send it out via rss feed to everywhere but your listener well no i that, that's actually incorrect i if if i research this correctly you're only allowed to be on anchor if you sign up for their platform which gives you podcast editing and you can upload all your bs and da 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 you can utilize spotify to insert music into your podcasts. But let's just say that you're like, I I can't, I, I, I'm done with Anchor and I'm going to move to Podbean. Well, every single episode that you made with Anchor is gone forever because you're no longer on Anchor. Now, could you get around that by saving all of that and then, listen, think about this. Okay. And then by re-releasing it as remastered, no, because... Well, that's your content, though. No, it's not. No, it's not. That music Oh, is, that music, yes. Yeah. But if so you pull if that you music clip all out... all the music out, then sure, yeah, you could re-release it wherever the hell you want. But let's just, just say like you're... Like said, just call it remastered. Let's say you're 500 episodes in on, on Anchor, and you got to go through and pull all that music out of 500 episodes to re-release that, and when you pull the music out, nothing makes sense. It's weird. Well, they can't they can't see me rock back in my chair and roll my eyes right no nobody i mean, I mean you know the myth and we've talked yeah. about this before the whole uh i can play under seven seconds of music and i'm good to go it's a myth it's incorrect fair use no it, it's not it's it's this is what i'm trying to figure out is it's technically like like even go to youtube and you've got uh, all these people who will take a music video of, uh, for instance, uh, Metallica Master of Puppets, and it's uh, my reaction to this music video. I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how the hell they get away with it. Because in it, from everything that I'm seeing, it's completely illegal. But yet, if I want to go on YouTube, create a video, go on YouTube, smoke a cigar, and say, hey, go out to Oxford Cigar Companies, use uh, coupon code Simply Stogies and save 10%, I'm getting 
I'm getting kicked off of YouTube because I'm supposedly selling tobacco. Right. But yet somehow millions of, uh, I'm sorry, let's just cut it back to thousands of people are literally taking a copyrighted uh, piece of material, playing it back on their screen, doing commentary uh, on top of it, and that's perfectly fine. Nobody gives a shit. I, I don't understand it. I can't figure it out. So I just sent you a link. Um, it's another Spotify link. It's uh, from Mike Rowe. Um, he interviews a guy called Mike Beto or something Beto. Anyway, he does a, a YouTube thing called uh, Everything Music or Music Everything, something like that. Anyway, the idea is he takes, why is this, and he says basically like, why is this song great? And he plays clips of, so let's say, uh, Stairway to Heaven. Sure. Why is it, what makes this song great? And then he teaches you sometimes he teaches you how to play it on a guitar or something like that. Right. So, right. But the problem is, is that you sent me something on Spotify from Mike Rowe. So first off, it's freaking Mike Rowe, right? Again. Second. Listen to the episode. All right. It's like an hour and a half. I know it's going to eat up like your entire weekend. Yeah, no, for sure. But the guy that he's interviewing goes into like fair use and all this stuff. Now I still don't understand it, but it, you probably, you're a little smarter than I am. You'll probably understand. You understand that shit more than I do, but. Eh, I, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting ready to release another podcast, uh, here, uh, in the first half of August and it evolves around music and guitar playing. And that's why I'm researching this and trying to figure it out. Because one of the things that I would like to do is say, hey, uh, I, I would like to do a between episode challenge. So uh, let's say that I go to my co-host and I say, hey, I found this cool riff. I'm going to play it for you. And between now and the next time we record, you have to figure out how to play it. Dude, I got to tell you this. When I was at uh, scout camp, Jeez. two of the counselors... We just got done doing this 10 mile hike and I'm up there and I'm eating an ice cream sandwich or something. And one of the guys that was on the hike with us had gone back to his tent and he comes back with a banjo and there's another guy sitting under this little canopy playing it, uh, an acoustic guitar. And I walk over. Did he play Oasis? Cause I will, I know. No, 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 no. He, uh, at first they were playing uh stairway to heaven and I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like he's playing stairway on a banjo. All right. All right. And he's like not very good with you know with that part. And then he goes, well, how about how about he goes, how about you do this? And he hands him the music for uh, Unforgiven oh, by yeah. Metallica. Yep. And he's playing that opening guitar piece yep. for the Unforgiven on a banjo. It was the coolest thing. It is the coolest. It was thing. so cool. It it's the coolest thing ever. Uh, let's take a break. I gotta go piss. It is. The coolest thing ever, and uh, when you hear stuff that people perform on their own, it's amazing. I love, that's why I like Dovidas so much, because he takes, uh, you know, you sit there and you're like, oh, hey, um, play uh, freaking any song. You just say, do you know this song? And he's like, well, I mean, maybe, okay. So he just listens to it, maybe looks up some tab or whatever, and he just does his thing. Like that's, that's actually almost better in some cases than the original song. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of that though, because 
but then you wonder like how does a cover band get away with doing it you know yeah yeah i mean a cover band really i mean here's my thing if you're performing music live i don't think you have anything to worry about because it's your rendition of it you know like maybe there's one note off or whatever because i don't think a cover band yeah chord uh there i don't think a cover band's ever going to like exactly replicate i think the problem is when you start to like record and publish your own stuff mm. so yeah. i don't know it's 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 super crazy and i'm trying to figure it out because there's plenty of people out there in my mind breaking the rules and i'd love to figure out how to legally break the rules why don't you email the fcc i don't know man the fcc they can't let me be that just means you're disgusting <laughs> <laughs> oh man um dang man i mean i don't even really know what all we talked about i mean like we kind of went in we kind of derailed like what we normally do we talked a lot about military history again yeah a lot about it there's the thing is right like the last three episodes have been just packed of military history yeah but there's so much history there is right now right like there's so much going on yeah no there here's the thing is military history is actually really important because if you understand history, you're less likely to repeat it, or at least hopefully the bad stuff. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Well, this is what happens when two guys who consider themselves battle buddies and friends don't talk for two damn months. We create an hour-long episode. Somebody's got to edit this shit down. <laughs> Paper, rock, scissors. Tortilla challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like that's another mission completed. A 30-mile check ride in the bag. Hit us up, podcastefm at gmail.com. Or follow podcastefm on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Sergeant Bacon. And I'm Sergeant Seagar. As always, eyes forward. March. (laughs) Fucking 60 minutes. Dude, like almost exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know yeah. what I would do if I were you is I would what? run through that, take out all the dead space, and just publish it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I might, it. like cut out the gaps. Yep. The Yeah. I've wanted to do that. I've wanted to just like cut out like the dead space, the mic bumps, you know. Yeah. And anything political and just say, send it. Yeah. Do it. This is the episode to do it. All right. Do I do I run it by you? Because I know like you critique me pretty hard. I don't. It's not easy to be an editor in chief of this podcast. <laughs> That's not even a real position. I'm the EIC of the EFM. You literally edit, upload, and be like, give me your thoughts. And then it like I, I'm like, okay. So I go to bed and I push play and like five minutes later I'm like because this shit sucks of Sergeant Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I hell no. Take out uh take out the dead space. Take out my rant. Fucking push play. Send it. Are you okay if we have like an hour? Yeah, do it. I'm gonna hit stop. Okay. I'm hitting stop too. And stop rooting, my friend. <laughs>